Yo, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Knowledge with Homage. I'm your host, David Castle, coming at you on this, the 27th of May, 2020, day 10 million of the lockdown. And here we are again. I'm broadcasting from the Great Pyramids of Giza once again, one of my favorite locations to do podcasts slash YouTube conspiracy videos from had a hell of a time trying to get this stuff set up it's been a while and I forgot how to do it and I thought my computer was just not working right and I was getting all mad I'm like what the fuck and then I realized it was just me I just forgot <laughs> I just did something wrong and it was something that I didn't know how to do to get this stuff like a done originally and I had to go on YouTube and some 12 year old kid did it like no problem fucking hate those kids no i'm thankful for them but yeah i hope everyone out there is doing very well as well as you can be doing uh, a lot of people got to be out of work i think there's like 40 million people out of work right now the unemployment rate in nevada is 30 percent right around 30 percent right now which is crazy highest it's ever been but you know that thanks government they did this stuff all on purpose and this is all part of Moving into the new system because this coronavirus thing, it's not just an event, it is an agenda. That's what it is 100% like more than anything. It's just an agenda and it's it's a, it's a an excuse to do all this stuff. But before we get into all that, which of course we're going to have to talk about the fucking coronavirus, let's talk about my new album I got coming out. New Hamas the Lion Killer album called Silence's Betrayal. Uh, I'm really proud of this album. It's 16 songs. Uh, all done by me. I got a couple cool features on there. Another song with Stephanie Kula, who I, I have a song with on Inscrutable Malice called... Ah, shit, what is that song called? Loving and Losing? No. Something like that. There's a there's a couple... We, there was a remix done, too. But, um, yeah, I got a couple songs with her that are really dope, and then a song with my homie Libs, who's a dope rapper. So shout out to Steph and Libs. And... Yeah, really dope production on the whole thing. It's produced, a majority of it was done by C. Lance of, you know, Jedi Mind, Stardom. He's done a lot of incredible work with all kinds of different artists, mostly like underground artists, so like some real hip-hop type stuff. He has stuff on Ari the Rugged Man's new album, done a shitload of stuff with Vinnie Paz and a lot of rappers that are really dope. So, you know, I'm honored to have been able to do so many songs with him. And uh, rap over his beats. I also got a song with Mr. Green, too. Mr. Green. Shout out, Mr. Green. Just came out with a song with Gucci Mane, which is pretty dope. I think it's called, like, Ninja Assassins or something like that. So I'd recommend checking that out. Um, yeah, so Sea Lance on the production, Mr. Green as well. Uh, I also got this dude named Engine, who I rap over a couple of his beats. He did the Corona Grimoire beat that I rapped over, so... I'm really proud of the stuff that I've done with him as well. He's he's a great producer too. So this is my best shit to date. Uh, my first like real studio album where everything is mixed and mastered properly and recorded in the proper setting and all of that good stuff. So I would highly recommend you guys go check it out and pre-order it. It's coming out on June 5th, 2020. So uh, I'll have the link in the show notes that will give you the opportunity to like pre-order it and download it and stuff. I got a bunch of cool merch I'm making for it too, like a bunch of sweaters. I know we're going into summer and you don't necessarily need a sweater, but you will eventually. And then you're going to be like, fuck, I should have got that one because then they're going to be all sold out. It's limited edition stuff, folks. Like, you know, next Gucci, Louis Vuitton shit, but affordable. And I represent a good cause. So yeah, peep the new album, dude. Homage the Lion Killer. Silence is Betrayal. You can pre-order it through these links that I'm going to provide you, and it's really cool. I'm also going to try to do another video before uh, the album drops. I don't think I'm going to have CDs available immediately just because uh, it's, it's hard to get through all this stuff. I'm going to blame it on the coronavirus because everything's fucked. So, yeah, but they will be coming eventually. Eventually, I would like to do some, some like, real wax, like, actual record, but... 
Now, nah, pr probably in the future. That shit's expensive to get all printed up, and I'll, I'm just going to be stuck with, like, 2000 fucking dollars worth of vinyl, and then, yeah. But someday, someday we'll have that. Apparently, it's making a comeback. But for now, it's going to be on all the streaming services available on June 5th. So check that out. It's it's a really good album, if I do say so myself. You can also go on to homistheliongkiller.com to support whatever. Just stay up to date with all the cool shit I'm doing. Oh, it's not even working. What the hell? And, um, yeah, yeah, see everything that, that's been going down with, with me. And I need to update it. I'm not very good at that stuff. Anyways, that's enough self-promotion for for now. And we will get to the news. Is there any good news ever? When was the last time you guys heard some good news? I don't know. Of course, the big news right now is uh, the the horrendous murder of George Floyd by some Minneapolis cop who just fucking stood on him. He put his knee on his face in the, until he died. And everyone was standing around watching him and shit like, dude, what the fuck? What is going on here? And why didn't anybody do anything to help him? And what, you know, the cops were just sitting around next to him. There was like four other cops who were just letting it happen, watching this guy suffocate to death and just be killed. Ah, it's pretty, pretty fucking just unbelievable. Unbelievable. And then, yeah, obviously there's a lot of public outrage. Of course, it's, it's, you know, it's a race thing now because it is a white cops uh, and a black dude. And they just fucking murdered him. Like, holy shit, what the fuck? They're also coming out with the image of, of the cop in like a MAGA hat. I don't know if that's verified, though. I don't know if that's a real, really him. That could be like any white dude. I'm not going to play the video. I'm sure you have all have seen it. I don't, it. I don't like watching it. It's fucked up. But you could see that dude is just got his knee on his neck. And this is something they've been doing. Like, I've had a cop do this to me. I got tackled by like five cops one time because I was fucking running from the cops when I was a kid. And I was all drunk and high, and I, I don't know. And then I just got tackled, and they, that's just what cops like to do. <sighs> Especially to black people, apparently. Which is just hor horrendous, man. And, like, what the fuck is going on here, you know? I don't know what else to say about this event other than it was just terrible that anybody would do that to another human being. And this is just, this is like what cops do. You know, not all cops, not all cops are bad, but there are a lot of cops who are just on a power trip. They don't give a fuck about you. A lot of them are racist, and they will kill you. And look at where we are right now with this whole lockdown police state that we're in. We're giving these dumb fucks all this power to, to do this shit to us, and people are begging for it. They love it. These people are not good people. And did you know... That you actually, uh, you can't be a cop if your IQ is too high. There, there was actually a, a Supreme Court case that, yeah, went all the way to the Supreme Court. This guy tried to, oh shit, what's going on here? My shit still working? Oh yeah, okay. Yeah, so this dude w like applied to be a cop, and this was back in September of 2000, or around there, and it was in Connecticut. And I'll just read you the I've I think I've read this on on here before, but let's just revisit this just to further exemplify how fucking stupid the cops are and how they're actually mandated to be stupid. They don't want people to be too smart and being cops, apparently, because being a mindless fucking, you know, muscle for for the new world order is, you know, not suitable for intelligent people. So this is by ABC News from September September eighth, two thousand. Courts okay, barring high IQs for cops. <laughs> you can't make this shit up. Is, isn't that crazy? My computer's getting all fucked up right now. Hopefully it weathers the storm here. It says, New London, Connecticut. A man whose bid to become a police officer was rejected after he scored too high on an intelligence test has lost an appeal in his federal lawsuit against the city. The second U.S. Circuit Court of Appeals in New York upheld a lower court's decision that the city did not discriminate against Robert Jordan because the same standards were applied to everyone who took the test. 
This kind of puts an official face on discrimination in America against people of a certain class, meaning people who are intelligent or intelligent. Jordan said today from his Waterford home, I maintain that you have no more control over your basic intelligence than your eye color or your gender or anything else. Hey, that's not true anymore, man. You could fucking chop your dick off, glue it on your forehead, call it good. He said he does not plan to take any further legal action. Jordan, a 49-year-old college graduate, took the exam in 1996. Oh, so this was back in the day. And scored 33 points, the equivalent of an IQ of 125. But New London police interviewed only candidates who scored between 20 and 27. On the theory that those who scored too high could get bored with police work and leave soon after undergoing costly training. <laughs> like, what a dumb fucking excuse. Uh... It's just because they're stupid. Most cops just above normal, the average score. I think that's a misprint. The average score nationally for police officers is 21 to 22. Yeah, big surprise. And equivalent of a, a 104 or just above average. Yeah, okay. Jordan alleged his rejection from the police force was discrimination. He sued the city saying his civil rights were violated because he was denied equal protection under the law. So... Yeah, that's the point. He, he was too smart to be a cop. It just further proves that cops are fucking stupid, man. And they're, they're on a power trip. And they're literally getting away with murder. So apparently the murderers of uh, George Floyd have been fired. Uh, you know, that's a start. We'll see where it goes. People are freaking out. Um, you know, LeBron James and, and Caller Cap Colin Kaepernick are speaking out. So, you know, these big um jokes, in my opinion. I don't fucking really care too much for these guys. Although Colin Kaepernick did go to UNR. But yeah, the, I mean the the whole uh, celebrity thing and their input on stuff. I mean, yeah, any anybody would agree that this is an outrage, but these guys always want to, you know, lend their two cents in this while you know being sponsored by Nike and having slaves in Asia make all of their gear and shit and they're they're profiting extremely from it it's only it's only racist if somebody is killing you know their own race but who cares about the asian people over there who you're exploiting and getting all your clothes from so forgive me if i don't agree with you know these these big figures from the sports community coming out and talking about injustice when they're the ones profiting from it to an extreme degree but you can't talk about that, right? So, whatever. It's just funny. It's just ironic and hypocritical. And you could even say that this this type of movement was even politicized to an extent. And I think that this uh, George Floyd thing is too, because it's like it always comes out in an election year that you know, like race war, like fucking whites versus blacks type shit. When not all of vast majority of white people are not like this. They're not racist. Nobody, no normal person would just knee a motherfucker in the neck until he dies. That's a cop, dude. And that's, a black cop would do that. Mexican cops. There's videos of all sorts of people who are cops doing this. It just comes with the territory of being a cop. Because it's, when you're put into that position of authority, you just look down on people and you want to flex on them. So maybe this guy is racist. He probably fucking is, man. A lot of cops are. A lot of black cops are racist against black people, too. Yeah, it's just nuts, man. So, yeah, rest in peace to George Floyd, man. Nobody deserves to go out like that. It's just horrific, absolutely horrific. And, you know, something needs to be done to cops like this. And like I said, people are all about this police state and this lockdown and, like, putting penalties against people who oppose the lockdown. Meanwhile, look at what cops are doing to people on a daily basis. And they've been doing this shit, too, to people of all races, too. Actually, statistically, cops kill more white people than, than anybody. But that's not like a news thing. I don't know. But they politicize it, too, especially during an election year. They come out right after, with, right after this with him wearing like a MAGA hat to uh, associate any, any Trump supporter or Republican with with being racist so and uh in in a hopes that they will vote democrat because i guess that's who the media wants to back they they love all the democrats and stuff they're very liberal when yeah there are 
I'm sure there are fucking racist MAGA supporters and shit, but they're not all like that. I think the majority of conservatives, the reason why Donald Trump's appeal to them or Republicans in general, why they like it is just because traditionally conservatives are more like want the government to fuck off, you know, and like stay out of their lives. They want to keep their guns and do their shit. They're not all just racist fucking bigots out at Klan rallies and shit, but that's how they want to make it seem. They Anything to divide us and just further maintain that left-right dichotomy where people are fighting amongst each other. Meanwhile, at the top, you know, in government and above government and like the New World Order world government thing and the billionaires who really control all this shit, uh, they're racist against everybody. <laughs> but... Yeah, poor people. They don't like poor people. They're trying to depopulate us and whatever they can do to maintain this this um fucking just keep us divided, man. But one thing's for sure, you know, fuck the cops. Fuck the cops. You know, that's it. That's all I want to say. I don't know. It's just very horrific that this these types of things can happen in broad daylight on video with people witnessing it and nobody does anything and i get it that the his homies or whatever and i think his girlfriend was there or something um but there were multiple people watching it maybe people were filming it and nobody did anything they saw that he was like dying and they were just begging him no don't do that like why don't you go fucking tackle this motherfucker or do something but i get it people are afraid they're gonna get shot especially if you're black too like dude just give him everything you see in the midi the media and stuff they will fucking shoot you but Man, I think it would have been very noble of somebody to step up and do something in that situation. And it's a shame that nobody did anything. And that's something that they'll have to live with for the rest of their lives, which I think is fucking would eat you alive inside knowing that you didn't do nothing to help that dude. Especially those cops, too. I, I bet you the cops don't give a fuck, though. And there's still be some stupid, racist motherfuckers who will come out and say, like, oh, he deserved it. He shouldn't have been doing this or that and what about the social distancing shit since like you know dudes literally on top of him Ugh. okay i don't know i don't even like talking about that kind of shit it's just so stupid yeah rest in peace george floyd moving on of course everything is um coronavirus we're still living in this lockdown this pointless lockdown and you know, people are still all about it. You still see the people driving in their car alone with the masks on. The mask thing is, is becoming pretty prevalent where I am. I'm sure in other locations, it's you see it more. I know in some areas you have to, you know, it's it's a law or some shit that you have to wear it. It's not a real law, but it's like a mandate. And uh, it's, it's a lot about the shaming thing, and this is another thing that they've turned into a left-right dichotomy where, like, the liberals are all about wearing it because they're so, con you know, concerned about everybody else, and they care about people. And then Republicans are just dicks, and they don't wear it or something. That's what they turn it into. But this, this story was funny. It was an MSNBC reporter, speechless, after he's owned for mask-shaming people as crew has no masks on, <laughs> Of course, dude, this is what they do. They're constantly lying about fucking everything and just trying to mind control you and, and shame you into doing shit. So I'm not going to read the uh, article here because it doesn't matter. The, the story is pretty self-explanatory, so check it out. Hey, what the fuck? Can't be played. Whack. Will this one work? What the fuck? It was just working. Let me refresh this. Maybe it got deleted off of Twitter. It probably fucking did. It probably got deleted. Doesn't go with the official agenda. Agenda. Anyway, so he's there reporting. I'll just explain it to you. And he's wearing his fucking mask, his cloth mask with the giant holes. It's like trying to stop a mosquito with a chain link fence. First of all, just the idea of these masks stopping a virus. A virus is so small that the mask does nothing in the first place, but they're still going to shame you into doing it because it's not about actual safety. It's about mind control and the agenda and all that shit. And the news is, you know, the main provocateur of that, um, who's, who's doing that shit. So 
Yeah, he's there reporting, and he's he's like on a boardwalk or something, some busy area, and a bunch of people are walking by, and he's like, yeah, nobody's wearing a mask. And then some dude is walking by with his phone, and he's filming the reporter, like mask shame everyone. He's like, yeah, including your cameraman. And then the video pans over to the cameraman, and the well, first of all, the the guy and the newscaster. He's just like, oh, yeah, including the cameraman or whatever. He just – because he got owned, and these guys are fucking stupid anyways. They don't know what to say if it's not on a teleprompter. So, yeah, he was speechless. And then, uh, yeah, it's pretty funny. This thing immediately went viral, and I'm fucking pretty pissed that this is not available anymore. Let's see if it's available on Twitter. Um, what the hell, man? Anyways, you can look it up yourself. I'm sure you'll f- come across it somehow. But, yeah, that it's just funny, man. And the news is just such bullshit. I remember seeing them. I remember I went to, like, a voting primary just to see what it was about. And am I still on the camera or am I too low now? Oh, I'm good, man. Last time my microphone was, like, covering my whole face. So figured you guys wanted to see my mouth. I'm just kidding. But, um, yeah, I remember going to this dem- this primary thing one time, you know, like a voting primary, and it was like some newscaster there, and he's wearing like a blazer and a suit and a tie, but then he just had jeans on and like some sneakers. It's just so indicative of, of what bullshit the news is. It's just all perception, and then that's what they do. They manipulate images and scenes to make it seem like shit is worse than it is because it's like the old saying goes if it bleeds it leads so they'll take like a group of 20 people and make it look like a thousand people and and as long as it promotes promotes their cause or something you know so that's what they do they're liars and they're like the fourth branch of the government they're totally in bed with the government controlled by cia assets and you know that's just how it fucking is man but people are beginning to see through it of course there'll still be some Stupid sheep who will never do that, but what can you do? <laughs> it's just kind of funny that how he was called out, like, on camera, too. It's pretty great. And uh, moving on to more COVID-19 news, as predicted, I mean, this is having a devastating effect on the economy. And just to reiterate once again, this is part of the agenda. They want to destroy the economy. And most of these jobs that were lost, these like uh, service jobs and things like that, they're all going to be automated. And a lot of these jobs will never come back. And I don't know what the people are going to do. They're already starting to have to ration meat at the store, even the stores that I go to. It's like you can only buy one ground beef or one chicken breast. And what the fuck? What if you have a family of 10 or something, you know? And you got to feed all these people. What are you going to do? You're just going to have to feed them, I don't know, rice or something. They want everyone to be vegan. Which, you know, shout out to all my vegans out there. I ain't hating, but, you know, what some of us want to eat meat. And then the government is an in- intentionally fucking up all this shit. Because this is like the New World Order agenda in action to crash the economy, get rid of small business, replace it with, you know, the big box stores, the corporations, because none of those closed down, even though there's a shitload of people in there, shitload of germs flying around, so it's not about safety, Ah, it's about money, folks, it's about changing the world, and I don't know, man, just bringing in this new system, this, this one world government new system where they, a part of that plan is well, obviously, maximum surveillance. You can see that with all of the cameras everywhere. Literally, at every intersection, there's cameras. Any place where there's a public gathering, uh, like yesterday, I was at the plaza in Reno, and it's like, you know, it's a hangout spot, a lot of bums there and shit, but people skate and stuff and do whatever, but there's cameras everywhere around there, and it says there's signs saying that you're on camera and for your own safety, for your own good, so... Yeah, it's it's maximum surveillance, and that's what this 5G thing is all about that they're they're rolling in right now. It's going to be connected to this thing called the Internet of Things where every every electronic, even the streetlights, even like your dishwasher, your fucking blender, obviously your smartphone, 
uh, your cars. They're all integrated into one system that is like maximum control where they can see everything that's going on and everywhere you're going, everything you're doing, everything you're saying. And this is the world that, that we're living in right now. So meanwhile, while they're distracting us with this whole coronavirus pandemic, where everyone's got to be so scared and concerned about this virus, which the survival rate is like 99.9% or some shit. Uh, meanwhile, they're, they're still implementing this, this surveillance grid, which is just all-encompassing. And that's what 5G is about. And who knows? It could have some mind-control fucking aspects too because you know they are spraying nanobots into the sky. They're, they do have that shit in your GMO foods. And goes into your brain, becomes a little antenna. They broadcast a similar wavelength to resonate with your brain wavelengths because every thought, every emotion, every fucking dream and all that shit has a corresponding electrical wavelength that where if you sync up those wavelengths and make them resonate, uh, you can trigger the same thought or dream or image or whatever. So that's old science. That goes back to the 40s and 50s with Dr. Jose Delgado, who did the famous bull experiment where he planted a stimosiever is what he called it. It was his invention. It was like a little antenna that he put into the brain of a bull. And he was in Spain and he had the bull fucking charge at him. And then he hit this little button on this remote control he had. And then the bull just stopped right in his tracks. And yeah, because he triggered a certain electrical impulse and triggered a part of the bull's brain that uh, made him submissive. So this does exist, and just the big difference now is everything's gone wireless. So there is a connection with the wavelength of 5G and the wavelength of the brain. I mean, it's it's just a fact. It does exist. But can, it can also be done with satellites and shit like that. And what's up with the fucking Space Force? I think that could have stuff to do with it, too. And Elena Freeland, I think, uh, thinks the same thing. She's the author of Chemtrails, Harp, and the Full Spectrum Dominance of Planet Earth. That was the book that I based my song, Digital Clouds, on. And then she came out with her next book, um, Under an Eye Night Sky, which kind of broadened out and went into the whole electromagnetic grid that's like surveillance, all-encompassing, mind-control fucking world that we live in. And she's writing another one, too, which I think will be out soon. So definitely going to cop that. But yeah, some some crazy shit going on. Just, you know, the coronavirus, there's so much going on beyond that. It's just, but that's what they all focus on. And then they're going to want us to all focus on the election too. When in reality, it doesn't really matter who's who, who gets into office because they're still doing all the same shit, you know? Anyways, I went off on a tangent. Let's talk about unemployment. I'm unemployed, just like a shitload of other people are. I don't think I'll ever go back to that job. And uh, I don't really give a fuck. Selling cars sucks. But, nah, it's, it's pretty cool, actually. You can make some good money. But let's look. Nevada unemployment rate near 30%. Employment down 244,800 jobs in April. So that's pretty much like the whole population of Reno Sparks without a job. The majority of people in Nevada live in Las Vegas. There's only like three main population hubs, which would be Vegas, Carson City, and Reno Sparks. They got Elko out east, but that's a smaller town. The majority of the jobs are, like I said, where we are, and that's an, it's a staggering number because there's not too many people who even live in Nevada. So, According to the Nevada Department of Employment, Training, and Rehabilitation, April 2020 economic report, employment in Nevada is down 244,800 jobs over the month, and the unemployment rate rose to 28.2%. This report is the first report which covers the period affected by the COVID-19 public health emergency and shows the impact of temporary business closures in the state. Nevada is facing record high unemployment and the sheer numbers are difficult to comprehend. I am so pleased that DETR staff is working so hard to connect Nevadans to their benefits during this time, paying out more than 80% of eligible claims over week over week. Uh, said Governor Sisolak. Nevada is working diligently to get people back to work as fast as possible in a safe and responsible manner. This guy is such a fucking piece of shit, dude. He, he, he's the reason all this happened. You realize that, right? He, he made it so people can't go to work. For a virus that's only killed like 500 people in a fucking state of like 2 or 3 million. It's just, it's just ridiculous, man, how anybody is believing this shit. 
You got to be a real fucking dumb fuck to not see what's going on right now. Oh, my gosh. But, yeah, facts don't matter. It's just all about the, the scare tactics and stuff. So, and what I've been thinking lately, too, is maybe next year, next winter, is when they'll unveil the real bioweapon, and then people will really start dying and shit. And then it will justify all these because this stuff, this system that we're living in right now, all this shit with the masks and the social distancing and all the dumb fucking shit that they're doing, this is here to stay, dude, because like I was saying, it's an agenda. It's not an event. It is an agenda, and it is transforming the the world as we know it and moving into a new system because in order to move into this new system that they've been wanting to create for so long, you have to destroy the old system. And... This coronavirus thing is giving them so many like ways to do that and excuses to do that. But so many people are just like go along with whatever they hear and whatever they're told by an authority figure that they'll never see it and they'll never understand that. And it's sad. So yeah, this thing just goes on to explain how COVID nineteen created the the worst unemployment that has ever been seen in this state. The worst drop in unemployment, or worst drop of employment. So DETR's report also notes that employment is down 254,800 jobs over the year, a growth rate of negative 18%. Nevada's employment dropped to levels last seen in 2013 and realized the largest over the last month and year decline on record, which dates back to 1990. Ay, ay, ay. Anyways. So a lot of people are out of work. Big fucking surprise. You can't go anywhere. I went to try to go get some breakfast today, and it's like I noticed I couldn't go in the place, which was weird because I was able to go to a bar the other day and get, like, I went to get pizza yesterday, and you could do that. You can get, like, a beer and shit too, and that was chill. And then I went to a bar the other night, and I got some beers and stuff, but they were allowed to open because they sold food. But, like, this morning I wanted to just go, like, sit down and have some breakfast. Like the old days, you know? Like the good old days. And I wasn't allowed to do that. They wouldn't let me. So that was whack. And then I was like, you know, I'll just go to Walmart and get some eggs. Cook myself some shit. Some eggs. But then I walk in there and it's like Walmart's been popping off the chain, dude, for since this shit started, I fucking hate Walmart. So I walked in and I saw the line and I just walked out. I was like, I'm not doing this. Sorry, they be hitting me up. And uh Yeah, so I don't know. I'm I always do that though. I'll like walk in the store and walk out. Walk into a restaurant, walk out. I'm not a big line guy. I just have no patience. And I just anyways. This uh this podcast is really just me complaining <laughs> the whole time. Fuck. Got nothing positive to say. But I did come home and eat some oatmeal and drank some coffee, so that was fun. Anyways, so yeah, unemployment in Nevada is popping. It's fucked up. Bummer. All part of the plan. Oh, Anderson Pooper, what up? That guy's a real piece of shit. And so we'll get into the unemployment in... Nevada, I mean, in the United States as a whole. How do I get rid of this? Says Hassett, says unemployment rate could be north of 20% in May with possible double digits in November. What does that mean? Possible double digits in November. I guess they're talking about next November, or obviously the coming November. A senior White House economic advisor on Sunday again forecasted the U.S. could see steep unemployment rates in May and June amid the coronavirus crisis with the possibility of double-digit jobless numbers in November. Kevin Hassett, a senior economic advisor to President Trump, said in an interview with CNN's Dana Bash on State of the Union that the unemployment rate, which has already reached Great Depression-level figures for May, could be north of 20% if some technical things that kind of messed up with the claims reporting are fixed. What the fuck does that mean? Some technical things kind of messed up. I don't know. <laughs> they kind of messed up. My expectation is that 
since there's still initial claims for unemployment insurance in May, that the unemployment rate will be higher in June than in May. But then after that, it should start to trend down. Asked by Bash if that's possible, that unemployment will be in double digits in November. Hassett replied, yes, I do. But I think that all the signs of economic recovery are going to be raging everywhere. Nah, this shit ain't going to recover, dude. It's going to get fucking worse. This is the worst recession that we've had. Like, this is worse than the 08 thing. They're saying it's worse than the Great Depression already with, with how many people are out of work. And it's all created intentionally by the government. Like, they did this on purpose. You don't think that locking down the economy and, and shutting off everything for months at a time, you don't think that's going to destroy the economy? That's what it was meant to do. These people are not stupid. They might be assholes with a nefarious agenda, but they're not dumb. They, they can run simulations with all this stuff. That's what their supercomputers are for and artificial intelligence and all that. They can take any possible situation and, and plug it into a scenario and, and see what will happen. So it's like to think that they didn't know that this would happen is, is ridiculous or that's all an accident. Uh, no, nah, it's all by design is to bring in this new system. So, in fact, if anybody is still um, skeptical as to whether or not the, there's such thing as a new world order, this is a UN, United Nations fucking website. Look, it says United Nations New World Order, and this is legit. I did the research on this. Uh, Spiro over at Activist posted a video about this talking about how, like, what the fuck is this thing? It just popped up. And... Uh, it's really weird. They, they're going to do this thing called happy, happy tillism. And what that involves is, of course, you know, eradicating poverty. And what that means, it doesn't mean that making everybody rich and lifting up the standard of living. I think it just means killing poor people. <laughs> Let's be realistic here. That's what sustainable development really is. And the UN goals is more depopulation and uh, limiting reproduction and youth to euthanize people and shit. So it says about the United Nations New World Order Project is a global high-level initiative founded in 2008 to advance a new economic paradigm, a new political order, and more broadly, a new world order for humankind, which achieves the UN's global goals for sustainable development by 2030 and the happiness, well-being, and freedom of all life on Earth by 2050. <laughs> That's pretty funny, dude. Who believes that shit? Freedom. Happiness. Yeah, right. It's just funny. I just wanted to show you guys this. Just like it's so blatant. The United Nations New World Order. They've been talking about this shit. There's clips of George Bush Sr. talking about it. And we need a new world order. This and that. Ah, and this, um, yeah, look. Advancing a new economic paradigm of happy tillism. <laughs> what the fuck is that shit? And, of course, they're helping all the poor brown kids. They're making them happy and smile. Ah, oh, man. It's beautiful. Beautiful stuff. They're going to make 10 billion happy. 10 billion. How are you going to just fucking misspell that shit? Make an impact across the globe. 10 billion. Maybe that's a play on Bill Gates. It's a, it's a code. They're encoding shit. Uh. So it's just funny that they're so blatant with it. And there's still people that are like, they don't want to do that. There's no such thing as the New World Order. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's just no hope. But um, moving on. So obviously there's a lot of talk about the the vaccine, right? We can't do anything until we get a vaccine. And, you know, we're all going to be saved by this vaccine from this virus that very few people die from. You only die if you're like 80. And who even? how can we even trust what the testing is? It's just there's so much stuff that you can't really trust. The numbers are being inflated. Um, the numbers are not to be trusted. The testing is not to be trusted. I wouldn't recommend getting tested for this shit because that's going to go on your record. And then it's going to go like, I don't know, maybe they're probably going to start limiting where you can go and what you can do. Ah, the contact tracing shit, very sketchy. And Bill Gates is right in the center of all this shit, so. Uh, Corbett, James Corbett, 
just did a documentary about Bill Gates. I'm going to have to check out. I'll put the link in here so you guys can watch it as well. It's very important to understand these players in this shit because it's not like Bill Gates is designing all of this for the whole world, but he is a key player, and he's part of a larger movement. And even Bill Gates was funded and created by people larger than himself to fulfill a role and and you know play a role in this whole shit and just be a face of, of stuff. So through the guise of philanthropy, they do some fucked up shit, and that was a trick they learned from good old Rockefeller and Carnegie and you know give all the money to the schools to to influence what they teach and then you know you control the world that's why our school system is not created to create critical thinkers it's created to to make obedient workers and dumb slaves <laughs> that's a fact anyways this one coming from the last american vagabond.com posted by Derek Bros your immunity passport future begins to materialize as airlines call for digital ID tracking systems. And I just saw a fucking horrific picture from an airline. It's like all these people on a plane and they're like wearing fucking like welding masks type things, like full mask with like the mask, with the gloves in like a packed airplane. Oh, it just looked it looked weird. It looked terrible, man. Very disappointing. Uh, that's the new normal they've been talking about, right? They stole my fucking name, man. For my song. Dicks. Meanwhile, it's like impossible to find my shit on fucking YouTube unless you like go to my actual channel. Like so heavily censored. In fact, let's do it right now. Uh, YouTube is stupid on this program, but let's see what happens um, when we do this. So I'm going to look up Digital Clouds, right? That song has like 100-something thousand views. So you would think it would just pop up, right? Oh, look. It came up here on my Homage TV. My lyric video came out. Oh, who's this? All right. I guess I'm wrong. You can find it now. I remember looking for it, though, and it was like 10 pages back not too long ago. But this isn't even the actual video. So these are like the ones with like 100 views or something. Matt Landman video. What up? But the actual video, there's another one. There's another one. Why can't I see my own, like, you know, the original one? Yeah, so actually, yeah, the, the, you can't find the, the real music video. Even though it's the one with the most views and stuff, so. Uh... Yeah, it's like hundreds of videos down or something. Anyways, censorship. It's it's occurring. My shit's been being censored. But maybe not. Maybe I just suck. Nobody wants to watch my shit. Anyways. It's happening to this guy too, though. Uh the Ryan Christian talks about it all the time. The dude from Last American Vagabond, how They'll, well, first of all, they'll pull his videos. They'll they'll make it seem like his his shit gets less views, prevent shares, prevent whatever. Man, that's just what they do. They're fucking dicks. Anyways, back to the article. Uh, the world's largest airline trade group has called for immunity passports, thermal screening, masks, and physical distancing to be a part of the industry strategy for returning to quote normal operations. Let me zoom into this because I can't see. Is that still viewable on this? Okay. It says, The International Air Transport Association, which represents 299 airlines, recently issued their publication, Biosecurity for Air Transport, a Roadmap for Restarting Aviation, which outlines their strategy to open up air travel as governments begin to lift travel restrictions. Under a section titled, the passenger experience and temporary biosecurity measures, the IATA describes their vision of post-COVID-19 flights. The organization calls for contact tracing, a controversial method of tracking the civilian population to track the spread of COVID-19. Now, they're already doing this in some places through your phone, uh, where if you like walk in someplace and supposedly someone had it or tested positive for it, then you have to quarantine for two weeks. And if you go against that, they're going to throw you in jail and who the fuck, force you to get the vaccine, who the fuck knows? I've already, I've seen 
posts um, on social media of people who were like forced to sign over something saying that they will get vaccinated if they're told to and they have to sign it to get off of the plane. So I don't know, man, what's in these vaccines that they want us to have so bad. We foresee the need to collect more detailed passenger contact information, which can be used for tracing purposes, the report states. Where possible, the data should be collected in electronic form and in advance of the passenger arriving at the airport, including through e-visa and electronic travel authorization platforms. Interestingly, this call for pre-boarding check-in using electronic travel authorization platforms coincides with the recent announcement of the Kobe Pass and the Health Pass from Clear, both of which call for a digital ID system using biometrics and storing travel, health, and identification data. Alejandre de Huniac, IATA CEO, told Arabian Industry that a layered approach combining multiple measures, which are globally implemented and mutually recognized by governments, are the way forward for biosecurity. The IATA also also calls for temperature screening at entry points to airport terminals. So, you know, they, they come up and fucking zap you with their thermometer. <laughs> what an effective testing mechanism. Could be anything. What if you were in a fucking hot car? <sighs> they envision the airline experience involving physical distancing of three to six feet throughout the airport. So I would imagine if you... So you got to be three to six feet throughout the airport, but what about when you get on the airplane? Because the airlines always wanted to pack as many people as they possibly could into the aircraft so they make more money, right? What are they going to do there? And like I said in the picture where everyone's wearing all the, the crazy shit to prevent the spread of the disease uh there it was a full plane (laughs) apparently the virus can't spread in a plane though when you're wearing the mask the group believes changes to the airport buildings to allow for physical distancing may be necessary the iata also recommended face coverings for passengers and protective equipment for airline and airport staff Although the organization acknowledged that there is not currently a fast, reliable test for COVID-19, they believe that once an effective test is developed, it could be applied to on entry to the terminal. They call for this measure to be incorporated into the passenger process as soon as an effective test validated by the medical community has been developed. Now, there's, there's doctors who come out and say that they've never even isolated a virus to begin with. Like Dr. Andrew Kaufman says that. And then there's people like John Rappaport who who's studied the AIDS virus heavily, and he won like prizes um, for for some articles that he wrote back in the day, till he got like booted from mainstream journalism for keeping shit real. And uh, he has very interesting perspective on this too. He says there is no virus, and it's something else. It's probably attributed to something like five G or 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 something like that, because the similarities between radiation sickness and the supposed COVID nineteen shit. Are, are similar, you know, and it could be causing this. And it seems like these these cities where had they had the hugest outbreaks, such as Wuhan and New York City, are places where they're first implementing this 5G smart grid Internet of Things network um, that just so happens to be operating on a very similar frequency uh, as our bodies and our brains. So, <laughs> and this video might get pulled just for me mentioning that. I'm not going to mention it in the little fucking notes. I don't know. I'm going to have to start doing shit different because I'm just getting censored so much. But it's like, whatever. I don't know. Like, I'm not going to talk about. I'm not going to quit talking about stuff because no, they won't let anybody watch me. But these are these are questions you should be able to ask. And to censor qualified people like doctors and, and stuff who are bringing up this is just that doesn't raise an eyebrow on anyone like. Dude, there's there's an agenda with this shit. I'm not saying that that is exactly what's happening. I don't know. But I think we should have the right to question it and talk about it and entertain the notion and have a informed discussion with qualified professionals and shit. But no, they just um, they just suppress that information because because it's unacceptable and it's not going along with the agenda because like I said fifth time I said this shit but this coronavirus thing is not it's not even an event it's an agenda it's a fucking it's a changing the way you live and moving into the technocracy where you know groups of experts fucking tell you what to do because you're too fucking stupid to 
to live your own life. And that's that's the way it goes. Although the organization acknowledged that there is not currently a fast, reliable test for COVID-19. Oh, yeah. Anyways. So they're just saying, like, there's no, there's not even a reliable test, which there isn't. What are they testing for? Just any coronavirus that's ever existed? Because there's, like, hundreds of different kinds. COVID-19 is only one strain, supposedly, of, of a coronavirus, which is, like, the common cold and, and all kinds of other shit. So... Uh, I don't know. You really can't trust these this this shit. On the topic of immunity passports, an idea discussed by Anthony Fauci, the World Health Organization, and Bill Gates, as if Bill Gates was a medical professional, the IATA states that immunity passports could play an important role on further facilitating the restart of air travel. The organization believes that if a person is shown to have recovered from COVID-19 and developed immunity, they will not need protective measures. Once medical evidence supports the possibility of immunity to COVID-19, IATA believes it is essential that a recognized global standard be introduced and that corresponding documents be available electronically. Finally, the IATA believes a general move towards greater use of touchless technology and biometrics should also be pursued. Biometrics would include facial recognition, retina scanning, and thumbprints. Dude, this shit's crazy, man. This is the society we're moving into, and this includes the cashless society. Everything's on your phone. See this shit? We, we buy our own fucking chains, man. We pay a shitload of money for this shit, and it's going to be used to trace us and to track us and to fucking limit what we do and ah i don't know man move to this cashless society where everything is like so controlled it's all about surveillance and monitoring and eventually it'll move into like what they have in china with the the social credit scores and shit like that like i make a video like this and i can't go buy eggs or something <laughs> i don't know ah it's funny but it's not because it's true this vision painted by the IATA is one where those who choose to fly are faced with invasive security measures, surveillance, biometric tracking, immunity passports, temperature screenings, and generally less human contact due to physical distancing and less communication with actual people. Of course, this push towards a digital ID, which contains an individual's personal identifying information, health records, and other personal data, is part of, a, of an agenda which predates COVID-19. Hey... The powers that wish they were are taking every opportunity to expand their technocratic control grid and the panic caused by COVID-19 allows them to accelerate their plans at a rate not seen since the days after the attacks of September 11, 2001. The only thing stopping the rollout of this technocratic state is the people of the world coming together, informing those who are in the dark and unplugging from this control grid. Yeah, I agree with that. Um... Strange times, man. Strange times. And we really got to start resisting this shit. And there's, but that's the thing. They've, they've anticipated that. And they, they're like doing things to shame anybody who, who questions it. And that's, it's very effective. It, turning people against each other. And then, like I was saying with the, with the George Floyd thing, man, anything to, to keep the people divided against one another and, you know, keep them from looking at the real problem. And it's funny, too. Statistically, politicians are, like, the most mistrusted profession in the world. Like, over anything. I think it's, like, politicians, lawyers, and I think car salesmen are up there, too. But, like, politicians are, like, number one. Like, worldwide. Nobody trusts them. They all know that they do nothing but lie. And yet, we're going to allow them to, to control our lives and do all this shit? Why? Because they, they say that some scientists said some shit? Who are these scientists funded by? You know, what is their agenda? Because they all get grants from the government and from universities, which are funded by the government, funded by us. Yeah. But um, that's what the technocracy is and, and this this new system that they want to implement. It's, it's society ruled by experts. And ultimately, the goal of it is would be depopulation and having the world all to themselves. And that's like the ultimate shit that's happening. I mean, they're pretty blatant about it. People have written books about it. People like um, Carol Quigley, H.G. Wells, these early people in the eugenicist movement um, in the early like 1900s, late 1800s. 
when all this stuff was kind of getting established and you had the big oil tycoons and, and steel tycoons who were just like the first billionaires and they just had incredible amounts of money and then they moved into uh, the realms of philanthropy in order to infiltrate these public institutions and and fucking control them and Rockefeller went in and changed the whole medical industry went away from the holistic care and started pushing more pharmaceutical stuff and these are the same types of people who are suppressing the different alternative uh, forms of energy generation getting rid of like the free energy shit and and the water fuel cell and and shit like that like Stanley Myers fucking water car that a car that ran on water they don't like that shit they want everyone dependent on them and now we're moving away from from a petrodollar based economy where everything kind of depends on oil and then we're going to move to like the green economy that they keep talking about where everything is measured in like energy units and even you as a human are is you're an energy person i don't know if you drive a car you're a dick and if you eat meat you're a dick and and you you're destroying the planet and you don't care about other people so that's that's how they're gonna do it and then they're they're gonna start like rationing shit they're gonna make it so you can't get meat they're already doing that destroying the fucking causing these food shortages there's already riots going on across the world about people freaking out from not being able to get food um i think where was the last one list of food riots (laughs) and chile and santiago people are tripping dude because they can't get no food these third world, I don't, I don't even know if I want to classify Chile as a third world country, but I'm not exactly sure. But a lot of places, man, it's just they lock everyone down. Most of these people didn't have like legit jobs to begin with, doing shit on the side, whatever, making it so they can't get food, can't provide for their families. I don't know, man. It's not good. Not good. I don't know. And we'll end it on a weird note. Talking about robot dogs. I don't know how you guys feel about robot dogs. (laughs) What the fuck? I'm not a fan of robot. Look at this thing. It doesn't even have a head. It's just legs. And uh, it's talking about how... Well, well, I'll just read you the article. Robot dogs replace canines herding sheep and help police enforce quarantine. For years now, activists posted been warning warning about the rise of robotic technology and... artificial intelligence now the technology is being used for police robot dogs and for herding sheep and how similar right for herding sheep that's funny that means that robots are even coming for our canine friends jobs i caramba cnet reports humans and dogs aren't the only ones who can master the art of herding livestock boston dynamics's four-legged robot dog spot seems to be doing a fine job of maneuvering sheep across the pasture. In a new video posted by robotics software company Rocco's on Tuesday, Spot is seen roaming around the New Zealand grasslands showing off its shepherding skills with a group of sheep. I played this video, but it doesn't work with this program, and uh, it's a pain in the ass to figure it out, so my bad. Go look it up yourself if you're interested. Large, creepy robot dogs aren't just being used for corralling a herd of sheep. They are also being used to enforce social distancing amid this CV pandemic. Um, and then there, I think it was a, they're in like Singapore or something at a park and there's like a dog walking around yelling at people for not social distancing. This is the world we're living in, folks. It's moving very fast paced and uh, the, the robots are taking over. They're turning you into a robot. I feel like a robot. I look at my phone like so much and ah, it's annoying. But it's hard not to. It's like they train these things for your brain to get hooked on them. You got to remember that there's a real world out there. And, uh, yeah, you got to go get out in it and, and do all that stuff. So, I don't know. But I'd like to thank everybody for listening. Like I said, uh, be on the lookout for for my new album. Go pre-order that shit on, on my shit. I'm going to... I'm going to put this link up, the pre-order link, so you can get it. And you can, like, pre-save it on Spotify. And I don't think the Apple Music thing is up yet, but it should be on there in time. 
Uh, you could you could buy it on iTunes, which would be dope. And I'm gonna do like some bundle things once I get the CDs in. Um, I'm making sweaters with you know. I, well, you just wait and see. You just gotta wait and see. So, yeah, thanks everybody for watching. You know, um, hope you're doing good out there and and staying safe and stuff. Hopefully not drinking and drugging too much with your free time. Got everything in moderation, you know. Eat healthy. Got to work out, exercise. And um, most importantly of all, protect that mind and, you know, make smart decisions, spread that positivity and, and uh, do what you can to help other people. So thanks, everybody. Peace out.